lot of people in the Richard Sharp story know each other. Mr. Mr. Sharp, Sharp was the chair, chair of the BBC, BBC but not, not for any longer. I have decided that it is right to prioritise the interest of the BBC. I have, therefore, this morning, resigned as a BBC chair. Richard Sharp's gone because a new report concludes he failed to disclose potential perceived conflicts of interest to the panel which interviewed candidates. And all of this relates to one connection that Richard Sharp sought to make between two of his acquaintances. Back in 2020, the process of choosing a new BBC chair began. The chairs tasked with upholding and protecting the independence of the BBC. They lead the BBC board. Now, there was a panel interview, but the choice of BBC chair is a government decision, ultimately taken by the Prime Minister. In 2020, that was Boris Johnson. And at the time, The Telegraph reported that the Prime Minister is understood to be very keen to appoint a Conservative to the role to counter a perceived left-wing bias at the corporation. Whatever Mr Johnson's intentions, he settled on Richard Sharp, a banker, a former colleague of Rishi Sunak at Goldman Sachs, a Conservative Party donor, a man Boris Johnson has known for almost 20 years, a man who recently told The Times the BBC does have a liberal bias, without providing any detailed evidence to back that up. And after an appearance in front of a parliamentary committee, Richard Sharp got the gig. Recently, he defended how it happened. Yes, it was a highly rigorous process, I can tell you being part of it. Very tough interview. It may well have been, but there was something that Richard Sharp didn't tell the committee. In January, a Sunday Times headline read, BBC boss helped arrange Johnson's £800,000 loan in Downing Street. The story featured Richard Sharp and Boris Johnson, and a friend of Richard Sharp's, a businessman called Sam Blythe, who's a distant cousin of Boris Johnson. In 2020, there had been reports that the Prime Minister was under financial pressure. The Times quoted a family friend saying, he's always worried about money. Sam Blythe decided he wanted to help. Sam is a friend of mine, and, and um, so he asked me advice on what the right way to do something would be, and so I said he should meet the Cabinet Office. So it's as simple as that. But as we now know, the whole matter's not proved to be simple at which point we bring in Cabinet Secretary and Head of the Civil Service, Simon Case. In late 2020, Richard Sharp went to speak to him about putting Sam Blythe in touch with Boris Johnson. And the timing of that conversation is crucial. He was at the same time as acting as that uh, go-between, if you like, that facilitator, was uh, applying for the job of Chairman of the BBC. Richard Sharp denies facilitating a loan, and we don't know if the loan ever happened. But the DCMS committee wanted to know why Richard Sharp hadn't mentioned seeking to make the connection. Um, Tell us why you didn't disclose it. The, the, me, the, uh, the meeting I had with Mr Case explicitly addressed the issue of my um, candidature for the BBC. And um, in talking to Mr Case, I'm talking to the most senior civil servant in the land, and within that area is proprietary and ethics, as you know. Richard Sharp felt he'd done enough to disclose the matter, but the committee was unimpressed, concluding it had been left without the full facts and that Mr Sharp had showed significant errors of judgment. One MP added... What he didn't tell us was that he'd facilitated an £800,000 uh, loan for Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister, who then gave him the job. It's, um, it's all about Banana Republic. To reiterate, Richard Sharp denies facilitating a loan, but an investigation was launched because the job advert was clear. You cannot be considered for a public appointment if you fail to declare any conflict of interest. 
and the investigation would be led by Public Appointments Commissioner William Shawcross. That was until he stepped aside, because he said he'd met Richard Sharp several times in the past. The press also noted that Mr Shawcross's daughter, Eleanor Shawcross, is a public policy specialist who works for Rishi Sunak in number 10. And Mr Sunak, remember, is a former colleague of Richard Sharp. There's no suggestion there's anything improper about these connections. And the new head of the investigation was Adam Hepinstall KC. And he's now concluded that if the panel and committee had known about the loan conversation, there may well have been a risk of a perception that Mr Sharp would not be independent from the former Prime Minister if appointed. And Richard Sharp now says he wish he'd told them. I wish, with the benefit of hindsight, this potential perceived conflict of interest was something I'd considered to mention. And that oversight brought risks for the BBC because of these kind of statements. We are in the BBC and myself are absolutely driven by a passion for impartiality, not left, right or pandering to a particular party. And while the BBC did not appoint Mr Sharp, nor could it ask him to go, this story risked undermining that message. Or as Mr Sharp has put it, I feel that this matter may well be a distraction from the corporation's good work were I to remain in post until the end of my term. And in the end, all of this has happened because of a failure to mention one connection being made, not because the government chooses the BBC chair, nor that it can be an acquaintance of the Prime Minister or a donor to the ruling party. For better or for worse, the system allows that. Mr Sharp's gone after risking a perception of a conflict of interest. In turn, that's revealed how closely networked the top of British society can be.